This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. This is episode 153, coming to you on May 24th, 2023. Again, a lot of great birthdays. Happy birthday, happy 85th to Tommy Chong. Mm. TC. Still around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, then BD, Bob Dylan, 82 today. I heard. <laughs> um, but one I kind of want to focus on here a second, John C. Riley, probably in my opinion, one of our greatest actors uh, of our time. Fifty-eight today. What is your favorite John C. Riley role, and why is it Boogie Nights? <laughs> That's definitely, definitely up there. It's funny. My my first inclination was Magnolia. Okay. But now that you say Boogie Night, now that you incepted uh, Boogie Nights, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe it's probably, it should be Boogie Nights, I think. I think that makes I, the most sense. I mean, the list goes on uh, Days of Thunder. I mean, way back then, he was he was in movies. Per- perpetually 48, as I heard on another podcast the other <laughs> yeah. day. He's just always looked 48. 58 today, but uh, Gangs of New York, uh, Walk Hard. Like you said, Magnolia. I mean, is there anything that guy can't do? No. I, I, uh, Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. I mean, I, Houston, I remember. Atlanta, LA? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this town. Um, I, I remember seeing Chicago in the theater and being like, uh, what the fuck? John C. Riley? Like, I had no idea. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's somebody who I think first came into my life as a, um, a dramatic but kind of comical actor. Right. And then kind of became, like, a full-on comedy actor. Yeah. Um... And then kind of has done whatever he's wanted since, you know? Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys who is as good as it gets as far as doing, like, comedy acting. But he's also, you know, a really great dramatic actor. And he can for pretty sure. much do whatever he wants. So, yeah. I mean, he, he's a national treasure for sure. Uh, and, uh, and I will National also Treasure say, 3, John C. Riley. Another one of his great roles to come. Um, no, I um, I think Walk Hard might be one of his best performances. And I think that, oh, yeah. you know, uh, that movie doesn't get as much credit as it deserves, you know, from oh. the the film critic world. But for sure, I think that movie is sure. brilliant. Yeah, no. And, and you know, you, you talk about the comedy. We didn't mention, you know, obviously he's got 
stepbrothers and Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell. And I think he's the better part of those movies. Agree. You know, so happy, happy 58th birthday, John C. Riley. Now, shake and bake. Funny, <laughs> shake and bake. Um, tomorrow, uh, I found this kind of funny. Uh, tomorrow is both the anniversary of Star Wars, A New Hope in 1977, and Alien in 1979 both coming out on may 25th now here's another funny thing about these two movies both were made for right around 11 million dollars okay alien grossed 184 in its box office run star wars 775 million in its (laughs) box office (laughs) so yeah uh you an alien fan i love alien it's one of literally one of my favorite movies ever. Um, well, you, I would you'll take have to Alien. celebrate the anniversary tomorrow. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, I Alien it, on my letterboxed where you have to put, you know, your f- four favorite movies. Alien is in there along with Ratatouille, uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey, and Fargo. So, <laughs> right on. Um, oh, and that, that's that's ju- also just because you know I want to get a, a nice sampling of <laughs> of my uh, you know tastes, but Alien is certainly up there for me, and it's definitely one of my favorite scary movies of all time. I don't want to say horror because I know that uh, right. makes a lot of people angry, but to me, it's a <laughs> horror movie, and it's one of the great horror movies. I'm surprised you don't have Pootie Tang in your letterbox top four. <laughs> mm, never seen it. Or else I probably would. Uh, the, uh, the other thing I will say, too, is Star Wars, A New Hope, vastly overrated. Yes. Yeah, it just kind of just happens. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing... I don't know. It's, it's very much just like classic, um, you know... Hero's Journey kind of ripoff. The only difference is the the world building, the sets, yeah. the the practical effects, all that is like off the fucking charts, next level. Yeah. Nobody's ever done it before. Like Avatar, you know what I mean? It's, sure. I think that's a good comp for it, where it was like, it's not a good movie, but we've never seen anything like this before. And then Empire, you know, kind of changed that. Well, I get it. I get it. So, well, that guy that uh, thinks that Star Wars is the avatar of the 70s (laughs) is one Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And I I think Saturday Night Fever is the avatar of the 70s, if I was really (laughs) pressed, but... And I'm Jake. Hope everybody out there is... Doing well, Ryan. Uh, how how has the the week been? Uh, it's been good. It's been you know I did I took in a lot of television over the weekend. Um, okay, it was pretty much all one show though. What's that? Um, Yellow Friday jackets. Yellow jackets. <laughs> Heard of it? Mm. What do you think it so far? Oh, I love it. I'm fully caught up. I think it's great. Um, I don't know if I like it more than the first season, probably less than the first season, but, um, you know, definitely getting a lot, you know, 
a lot more answers, I would say, maybe this season than we did last season. Um, are, are you watching? Yeah, so I, I don't want to use the cliche term of, like, it's not roller coastery, it, it, but it seems like either... For me, again, I, I, I don't mean this in a bad way. I, I'm not saying I don't like the show, but it feels like every episode it either it either drags or rushes. There, 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 sure. there, there's a weird pacing problem to this season for me. So, but other than that, no, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I am. Um, my one complaint with it is kind of the shoehorning of all the new characters. Where yep. it's like, wait, where were all these people in the first season? Like, you're, you're, <laughs> like I feel kind of gaslit, <laughs> you know, where it's like, <laughs> oh, no, remember? These people were there, too. Uh, it feels kind of like Lost season two. Uh, <laughs> where it's like, nope, the, there were all these other people there, too. Did you think a soccer team only had five players? <laughs> no, but... No, but... <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> they they should have they should have at least shown more people like in the background. <laughs> they, they didn't they were like, here it is. This is the team. Look at you not paying attention to background actors. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> One of the big knocks against me for sure. Yeah, no, I think it and uh I wanna say this is this week is the finale. This week is the finale for a lot of things. This week's the finale for Succession, for sure, which also... Succession, Phenomenal episode again. I don't think it's the finale for Yellow Jackets. I think Yellow Jackets was a couple weeks behind those other ones. Um, Actually, you know what? No, here's where I'm confused. They they originally only announced nine episodes. Um, So, the... And they took a week off. There was one week that they took off, so I believe this will be the finale week, unless they surprisingly add a a, a tenth episode, which has been wow. rumored also. So interesting, I didn't yeah. know any of that. Uh, I just I, assu- I, I just assumed they did ten. I'm on the internet way too much. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm That's glad. That's why they call you Net Jake. <laughs> I'm glad you are caught up uh, on Yellow Jackets, and it will be exciting to talk about all of these finales uh, next week. I, strangely enough, uh, caught up on a bunch of movies. I know I'm usually the TV guy, so uh, let's see here. I'm going to go in uh, reverse order. Uh, the new White Men Can't Jump came out on Hulu. With the new Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for a cameo. Never came. <laughs> um, I barely made it through it. There was some okay parts. Way too much gym basketball for a white man can't jump remake. A lot, a lot of gym shots. I did not like that. Um, so definitely not a recommend there. J- Jim Ant- Parsons. Man. Yeah, Jim Parsons. Uh, if it was Jim Parsons, I would have definitely recommended it then. What, um, what if he played Billy Hoyle <laughs> in this remake? Totally. There <laughs> is a character that is a little bit like Jim Parsons for about five minutes, so maybe. That, that, uh, I, I would be hustled by him for sure <laughs> if, he walked, <laughs> if he walked in and it's like, 
wait, is that Sheldon? And he's like, hey, guys, want to play some basketball? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, boy, I'm taking this guy's money. <laughs> but is it young Sheldon or old Sheldon? <laughs> yeah. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Streaming it was, wasn't terrible. Like, I'm glad I didn't go see it in the theater, but... Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, it wasn't a horrible movie. I I enjoyed a, a good amount of that. So uh, soft soft recommend there. And then uh, finally, uh, Dungeons and Dragons on Paramount Plus. What a fun and near perfect movie this was. Wow. If you if you haven't had a chance to check it out, I, you know I got I have some friends that play Dungeons and Dragons, and you know the little bit I've uh, learned from them it, this i think this was a good adaptation it you know very much the entire movie felt like a quest um chris nah i'm gonna get it wrong chris pine, pine. chris pine was uh was really good i always get him confused with chris oak but uh <laughs> thought i'd get you on that one uh oh, no uh just to Really, really fun, fun cast and and all around. Michelle Rodriguez. So, that's who it is, right? The Fast and the Furious girl. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny that you know. So she's had two big movies this this year with Dungeons and Dragons and uh, 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 Fast X now coming out, and then uh, Chris Pratt with Super Mario Brothers and Guardians coming out with just. Who would have thought those would have been the two darlings of 2023 so far? I don't yep. know. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was my content weekend. Uh, finally getting to see some movies. But uh, let's get back into a little bit of tournament talk with our Saturday Night Live tournament. And obviously, we left off a bunch of names. I mean, I, I want to say, I think in the history of SNL, there's been a total of 141 cast members all all total cast members we had 40 in our tournament but that means we had to leave some out so i'll i'll throw to you first ryan you know who who do you think uh, deserves a little little extra recognition here oh boy um you know chris parnell i think is yes. one that i always was particularly fond of during that stretch that kind of 2000s Yep. Uh, run. I think he was one of the best. So um, funny thing about about him. He so he was on from '98 to to '06. He was actually fired in 2001 and then rehired in the middle of the season. Oh, Budget no cuts. kidding. Budget cuts. But <laughs> his nickname on the show was the same as one Val Kilmer in Top Gun. He was the Ice Man. Oh wow. For ne- he he would never break. Hmm. And if you think about it, like he nope, he was the Ice Man. He just a true professional. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like uh, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Um, <laughs> any any others that that you you want or you wanted to include, but we had to leave off. Yeah, I mean, I think the the big one, the biggest name. Probably that's not on the list would be Jason Sudeikis. Of course. Um, and that 
you know, we, we talked about him a little bit, uh, you know, previously. But yeah. he's one of those guys who was never the star of anything. He he sure. was kind of the, you know, always kind of the straight the straight man, L- like a lot of these people that that we've talked about. Sort of a glue guy. To, <laughs> to, 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 you, you're gonna have to break out the cowbell for that. <laughs> but but um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, he definitely um, was in so many sketches though and was definitely a big name on that show so um, john bovey him and him and will forte again yeah yeah the the bon jovi reverse band yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah he was also the oh go ahead he was in many many classic sketches for sure one of the things i absolutely loved about him is he was the uh he was the dancer in what's up with that? Oh yeah, the running man and guy. just yeah, and just chain smoking the entire time. <laughs> like it, it, if he was, you know, every time they would go to the interview and he wasn't dancing, he was lighting up a real cigarette right there, <laughs> <laughs> and just chain smoking the entire time. So method, yeah. Uh, he's also <laughs> a big. He's also a big sneakerhead. So you know, yeah, interesting. Yeah. You guys should become friends. Yeah, maybe I'll reach out to him. <laughs> yeah, you should. Do you have his um, number? Yeah, I'll give it to you after the show. Okay. It's 555. Five, five. <laughs> oh, Jake. <laughs> uh, wh- one of my favorites from, you know, just a, right around that same time period, a little bit later, uh, I you, and you know, I was always a big, big Bobby Moynihan fan. Oh, yeah. A- and, so good. you know... Uh, obviously known for Drunk Uncle, which I think is probably one of the best characters, at le- if not ever, but for sure of the 2000s in, in yeah. SNL history. I also, and I know you were a fan of this one, uh, Anthony Crispino in the Secondhand News. Uh, did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he would get everything wrong. Oh, loved that. Um, Classic bit. Um one of my favorites, I, I this was the first time I remember Bobby Moynihan sticking out to me where I was like, oh my God, this dude is so funny. He's my favorite person on SNL right now. Was the the Peppa guy. The, the waiter at Uno's like Pizza. Peppa in here. <laughs> and like, it's like a Peppa Twister came up in here. Um, but yeah, no, that, that. That guy just cracked me up. I remember I, that was a period where I was watching SNL like every week. And I remember yeah. um, loving Bobby Moynihan when he first kind of came onto the scene. Um, Chris Kattan was always a favorite of mine in the in the late 90s, early 2000s. You had Mr. Peepers, Mango. I loved Mango. I know a lot of people didn't get that sketch, mm-hmm. the, the male stripper, but Mango was always fantastic um i mean we we probably should mention rob schneider you know one of the bad boys mm-hmm. the man. most bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just wasn't good <laughs> no he did have a he did have a character uh I, I can't remember if the character had a name but he was just he would have an orgasm every 10 seconds <laughs> <laughs> it was it was dumb, but he, he he played it real well. 
how about Jim Brewer? I know, I know this wasn't the height of your SNL days, but uh, the oh, Joe I, Pesci I, show. The I, I was watching a lot during the that period, the late nineties, the Princess Di era, which is what <laughs> I, what I call it. That was that uh, that night I'll never forget when SNL was canceled because Princess Di was in a terrible car accident. Um, go boy go boy yeah yeah go boy was great uh that was my favorite jim brewer sketch for sure remember the 90s or remember the 80s (laughs) (laughs) um two more quick ones i want to bring up just because they were very important i think in the last few years um were you a leslie jones fan no no? See, I loved her commentary and just the way, you know, maybe Saturday Night Live wasn't the right fit for her, but I'm just, I, I am a big fan of Leslie Jones, but also master of impersonations and was so sad to see him leave the show after six years, Jay Farrell. You just, you, you, you don't get better than, you know, if we were doing a, a tournament of the, the best impersonators oh, no from SNL. He, he, he's, he's a top three seed. Oh, for sure. Easy. Yep. You know, no, it, no question. He was kind of like one note in the sense that like his entire persona on SNL was impersonations, you know? Right. I didn't think he was incredibly funny beyond his impersonations, but he was one of the best they've ever had. Yeah. His Denzel. I, was oh, he's like <laughs> one of the great impressions on Saturday Night Live history. You should. Uh, he was uh, recently on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang. I think you would. Uh, I think you would enjoy the uh, Jay Farrow episode. I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah. One more that that I sure. would like to uh, mention, and I don't know Robert what Downey our, Jr. What our, man himself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of I don't know what our eligibility rules were going into this, but Sarah Sherman, I oh, think yeah. right now just has that energy, kind of like Bobby Moynihan did, or yep. <coughs> pardon me, some of these people who like come on and they have that like last sketch of the night always, you know, yep, where it's like you can tell they wrote it. Yep. And there, it's for like a very specific audience, and it's uh, you know a lot of people don't necessarily get her, or um, I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't like when her sketches come on, and yep. then there's a lot of people like me who completely lose my shit and like do spit takes and like laugh till I cry. I mean, that's. Yeah. I think she's the best part of the show right now. Yeah, between between her and another one I had on my list, Bo and Yang. Uh, sure. I mean, those two. I, I mean, you got Keenan. Keenan's not going anywhere, but yeah, I, I think those those two really uh, keep the show unique and fresh. The, the other one I, I love know. right now is Jason Dismukes. I think. <laughs> I, yeah. He's just a, I don't know. He he just looks like a, a child out there, but he does so he does. well. He does, yeah. And it's Andrew Disney a- Andrew, I apologize. I was thinking of uh, Jason today. He's crying. He listens. He's crying right now. <laughs> yeah. 
He's How like, could you? Oh my god! So I was listening to pop tournaments, and Ryan got my name wrong. <laughs> we're we're gonna be in the first sketch of the new season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, you know it's it's tough to to narrow down because so many so many great performers have walked those storied halls of Thirty Rock, if you will. I don't know, but. Uh, we uh, we have half of our second round set here, so I just want to get uh, some quick takes from you uh, on what you're thinking. First up, we are going to have Phil Hartman up against Tracy Morgan. Of the four I got here, I think this is the least difficult, but what do you think? Yeah, I think it's Phil Hartman. Um, it It's, you know, I have to think about it again, like, Tracy Morgan is one of those people who's a very particular flavor. Um, And I love Tracy Morgan, but Phil Hartman is one of the goats. And, and I think he could be going to the finals, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't disagree. I, I like Phil Hartman that much, but um, I think in my opinion, I think whoever wins this next matchup probably ends up in our final four. So we have Kate McKinnon up against Amy Poehler. This is going to be a really, really tough decision for a lot of people. Uh, How are you feeling? I don't know. Um, (laughs) This is a tough one for me. I think I'm probably leaning McKinnon. Um. But I don't know. I don't feel super strongly. I'm not like a huge fan of either of these. Yeah, you hate women. We get it. I I wouldn't say I hate (laughs) women. I just don't think they're funny. Um, I'm just kidding, obviously. Um, These two in particular, though, I'm just not like a a huge fan of. I got you. Um, That's interesting. In general, I, I say I like Amy Poehler more than Kate McKinnon. But just their Saturday Night Live stuff, I'd say I have to put McKinnon in this match. I think, yeah, when it comes to original content, Kate McKinnon, I think, is a little funnier. Uh, the thing that hurts her is I just I feel like so many of her characters that were so great, they just beat them into the ground yeah. a little too much. Yeah. You know? Um, loved, I, like, I love those abduction sketches. Oh, yeah, those were great. But just it just turned into what sort of euphemisms is she going to come up with, which were exactly. always funny, but it just kind of killed the actual sketch. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like what so. what nicknames can you come up for vagina and butthole? Which again, I'm all about vagina butthole jokes, but yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> that's the title right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Uh, next we got, uh, Dana Carvey versus Daryl Hammond, two of our best political impersonators right here. I mean, probably, probably your your best George Bush up against your best, best or second best Bill Clinton, depending on who you ask. Uh, This, this one is, it's going to, it's going to be, uh, I'm, I'm torn. I'm Natalie and Brulia here. I am torn. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, to me, this one's easy. I'm going Dana Carvey. Uh, again, like Phil Hartman, I just think maybe it's my age. But to okay. me, Dana Carvey is like 
on the Mount Rushmore of Saturday Night Live. So interesting, interesting. Yeah. Even with even with the uh, you know celebrity Jeopardy and all the yeah, and Sean I mean I, that's not a slight to Daryl Hammond. I think Daryl okay. Hammond's amazing, um, but Dana Carvey is just like he's played. He he was on most of the the biggest sketches of that era, you know, uh, sure. as far as reoccurring characters go. So, yeah, and you know what, I, it, I, will, jo- I will. George George H W Bush is my favorite presidential. Uh, is your favorite president? Character. He's my he's my <laughs> favorite president. George H W Bush is my favorite president. <laughs> Just loved all that, you know, the Iran Contra and all the. Yeah. Uh, no. It, uh, loved it, his work in the CIA. <laughs> yep, yep. Loved Barb. Great first lady. <laughs> I will say this about Dana Carvey and, and and what I think, you know, kind of how you talked about him and what, what he did on the show is he was both, he, he was beloved by both the younger and older generations of people watching SNL. You know, he kind of he kind of brought everything together. So, yeah, should be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, and then lastly today, we've got this, and people are going to be angry about this one. I know it. we got John Belushi versus Chris Farley. I have a feeling, I know where you're going just based on age, but is this a difficult matchup? I'm sure it is to some people. Historians. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think Chris Judy. Farley's going to run away with it. Okay. And I mean, he right. definitely gets all my votes. Um, well, in that case, then it, it, for for you, then it's going to be Dana Carvey versus Chris Farley. Yeah, which is going to be a lot tougher. Okay. I, I don't know where I don't know where I'd go in that in that matchup. I have to think. I have to do some soul searching. I wonder if they ever shared a sketch together. I don't think they did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they were uh, on the show at the same time, but I don't know. So I just, well, yeah, that, oh, go ahead. I, I just rewatched one of the quote unquote great Chris Farley sketches of all time recently. Um, not saying it's one of my personal favorites, but I think it's maybe his signature sketch. And that's the Chippendales sure. sketch with him and Patrick Swayze. And I almost think, you know, I, I think it's easy to write it off as being like, oh, it's just an excuse for Chris Farley to be shirtless and um, act like a, you know, dance around on stage like he's sexy when he's actually not. But I think that sketch is actually kind of low-key, like really well-written. And, you know, it's kind of surprising and not not exactly how you think it would be, you know? Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Chris Farley is a no-brainer here. Uh, you know, and what's funny, and you know, this has n- very little to do with anything we've been talking about, but because uh, I want to say it was from the same season, you just reminded me of a, a sketch I forgot to bring up weeks and weeks ago when we were talking about Kevin Nealon. Uh, Heather Locklear was the host, and uh, it was a sketch where there was literally not a word said. Uh, Kevin Nealon and Heather Locklear are sitting across the bar from each other and they keep making like eye contact and like one buys one the drink and and, and they kind of just keep one upping each other. Do you remember this? 
And, no. Oh, man, I'll have to look it up and find it and send it to you. It's a... Uh, uh, you know, it's so hard to do a sketch without any dialogue. And, and uh, yeah, um, that's a I, topic for another day. <laughs> I did see a, a really interesting sketch, too, over the weekend, um, watching Chris Farley sketches. A nice um, combo platter of Chris Farley and Mike Myers uh, doing the Japanese game show. Do you remember that oh, sketch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. didn't, didn't age great. Re- really offensive, of course. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> not a single Asian person in that sketch. <laughs> yeah, but very funny Chris Farley performance. Uh, I, and when you said, uh, uh, "Oh, you said Mike Myers," I, I thought you said Adam Sandler, and I was thinking of the old married couple going oh, through that's these zagats. The zagats. Yes, also watch that. <laughs> Day and night she talks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Chris Farley well, in that sketch is just perfect. His facial expressions after he gets done talking, he just looks t- talk like about he's an dead. ice man. He didn't break. <laughs> oh, never. Yeah, no, he's perfect. Both of them are perfect in that in that sketch. More like a snowman that Chris Farley. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, inappropriate. <laughs> On multiple levels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe you went there, Sorry. but. I had to. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had to. True. Um, well, that's that's all I got for this week. Uh, you, you got anything else? No, I don't think so. Right on. Well, for everyone out there in the Pop Tournaments community, Please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. Smell that pepper.